Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Today, we've got a crazy entitled parent story about a father kicking their kid out and then backpedaling and acting like it never happened. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, mom put me in 17,000 of debt. So I'm 29, and while I was a kid, my mom received SSI for me due to a vision impairment I have. Well, at 18, my payments were supposed to be cut due to my vision not meeting the state's requirements to be legally disabled. I'm legally blind in one eye and almost in the other. Well, SSI made a mistake and kept sending her payments, and she never tried to correct them and happily accepted them. Now, 10 years later, they're trying to pin me with the bill of almost 17000 Mom is bullcrapping me and saying she'll help pay it off, but she's low on income and on every assistance she can be on. I'm at a loss because I was just about to start college and this will keep me from getting accepted for any type of grant and will absolutely destroy my credit I've been working so hard to build. Almost have it at 800. I was a sheltered and limited kid so I'm torn up, feeling like she killed my childhood and now killed my late beginning adulthood. As far as liability goes, I think you don't want to touch that until you are sure you are legitimately on the line for it. I would say in this situation, maybe it's for the best to try to find a lawyer that might specialize in something like this. If this was money that was meant to go to OP the whole time and their mom was cashing it and they're stuck with the bill, I mean, that's fraud and OP should not be the one stuck with that bill. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy stories of crazy entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is Mom Let's Kid Wreck Merchandise in a Store. This is my first time posting in this sub, but I had a run-in with an entitled parent today while shopping at Dollarama. I was going down the aisles looking for the stuff I need, and there's a mother and two kids, six or seven-year-old girl and two or three-year-old boy, I think. I'm bad at guessing kids' ages. The little boy had a styrofoam mannequin head he was kicking around the store. I saw this and looked at the mom, and she gave me the, isn't he so cute look. I continued to do my shopping, and when I went to pay, the entitled mom and kids were paying too. The mannequin head was in the middle of the floor in the self-checkout. An employee picks it up and I quickly say to her, that family was letting the kid kick that around the store. The entitled mom got caught red-handed and said, oh, I guess I should pay for that. And the employee was like, yeah, you should. I paid for my stuff and left. What an example to set for your kids. That you can go into a store, play with the merchandise, wreck it, and just leave it there. Like, I know it's Dollarama, it's not that expensive, but that's still a terrible thing to teach your kids. Just for the sake of the kids, I'm kind of glad OP pointed this out. Maybe one of those kids will see that this stranger pointed it out and got them kind of in trouble. And they'll have learned a life lesson from the general public, if not their own parent. This next story is, mom wants to kick me out because she thinks I won't take care of her later in life. I'm 20 and my father is in the hospital for alcohol use and between life to death. I visit him frequently but didn't in two weeks now. My older brother goes and visits him with mom in the morning. Here's my point of view. My dad is in the hospital for two months. I don't feel the need to go unless there's something serious. There's nurses taking care of him. If he needs something, I feel like you'll let my mom know and I'll do it. Today, the beef happened because I didn't want to go to the hospital for two weeks to visit him, but I was planning to do it in one to two days. Listen, I didn't see him for eight years. We don't talk much and in those eight years, I think he called me 10 to 20 times. It's kind of weird to talk to him because there's nothing to talk about except school and, you know, pointless stuff. He was an alcoholic and had a great job. 
His life involved drinking and working. He came back in the family from country of origin when his liver failed. He said sorry to my mom for being an alcoholic and wasting most of his money there. My mom told me today, why did you not sub in for your brother? I told her I'll do it tomorrow and she was like, why did you make your father poop or sleep with him? Meaning like cleaning him and stuff after he goes. Nurses do that where I live. They didn't one time because they moved him too soon to the independent patient room. Me and my brother were doing that but she didn't know I had done it myself and I slept next to him next night. Look, in the hospital, family members can't have like a bed except for a chair. And also, I'm not a doctor. If anything happened, I don't have the last say anyways. Now she's freaking out because she's putting herself in his shoes and I told her that she should not be worried about that and also that God is all you need. I also told her that you don't have kids just for them to take care of you later. The thing is that I'll do everything I did for my father but 10 times for her. I feel like I need to composite all of the hardship she's done for us. She freaked out by my response and was like, why did we do all of this stuff for y'all not to take care of us later in life? That was the whole point of having children. She's telling me to move out and called my dad's sister's husband to talk to me. Am I in the wrong? Do I need to fix up? I mean, this guy abandoned OP for 8 plus years and had a very little exchange. And now the mom's reaction is, you're not blindly helping this guy out, I'm going to kick you out. Well, that's a surefire way to make sure OP will take care of you later. You want to make sure your kids don't help you out down the line? Do that. Our next story is, Entitled Mother Doesn't See Entitlement. A rant because I feel I'm going insane. I'm currently pregnant. It's my first baby and it's the first child on my side of the family. Specifically just my family, not cousins or anything as we aren't close to them. Now, I understand the excitement of grandparents and the possible lack of etiquette when this is a new thing. However, my mother has been dropping a few sentences here and there which to me seem inappropriate and super annoying. I've pointed it out to her many times and starting to set boundaries from now only to get a death stare back or a how dare I take this away from them or how this isn't how things are or were done before. FYI, I am 30. Apparently it's a family baby and also hers and my dad's baby. God knows what that means. She specifically said that when they babysit the child, it'll be raised their own way. Again, what? I'm not particularly fond of breastfeeding. I'm not downright saying I won't do it, but I did put down a food prep machine on my wants list, and it may have been mentioned in a conversation. We don't have things like a baby registry. I've been told off about this for a very long time. I've mentioned a few names we like, and she very much disagrees with half of them and says they're not normal or nice. They are standard human names, not like emojis, and we like them. We don't want a gender reveal party. I want to have an intimate cake cutting between myself and my husband, and then just tell whoever we want or not. She's claiming we're taking that away from her. She's made it clear that they'll speak to our baby in a language of their choice and not English. English is not my mother tongue, but they speak English well. Of course, the baby will be bilingual, but it isn't up to them. I have a complication with my pregnancy and my mother claims the doctor is wrong and I should not be taking the medicine I'm given. Trust me, I've done my research. I know it's for my own good and the health of the baby. I like to be active and I walk, do a little jog and lift weights. I've been doing it before pregnancy. I've checked with my doctor and I'm not lifting 100 kilograms. She says I should not be doing that and basically I should just be sat on my bum the whole day and pretend I'm dying or something until the... 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. It is born. I'm unsure how to put it nicer than it is, and I'm unsure how to just, I don't know, cut her out? It really stresses me out now, and it definitely would stress me out even more when the baby is here. And I wouldn't want to turn this into a tug of war with a child that, frankly, I would definitely like to raise the complete opposite way of how I was raised. I definitely had to reparent myself, and there were many, many horrible things I had to overcome as a child because she completely did not give a crap about the emotional well-being of me. I think especially considering OP has experienced that the way they were raised by this person was not good, they need to put their foot down and have these boundaries even if it makes themselves feel like the villain. This next story is Incident Today with My Dad. I have multiple stories to share about my dad, 75, but one that happened just today perfectly exemplifies what I have to deal with when interacting with my father. Background slash context, not only do I, 43, run my own cybersecurity and computer forensics business, I also have a full-time job with the federal government on top of that, and I also teach at a local martial arts school. I also live by myself, so I pretty much have to do everything around the house. Shop, cook, clean, do laundry, myself. Needless to say, this results in very little free time. My dad, on the other hand, is retired, sitting at his home all day, yelling at the television. In addition, he views the concepts of privacy and boundaries as things that cannot possibly exist. Since they cannot be proven mathematically, he's an engineer by trade. Not only that, my dad is a colossal cheapskate. If he can get away with getting a significantly lower price, or better yet, not having to pay for something at all, short of stealing it of course, he's a happy camper. In fact, the prices for even the most basic necessities that are lodged in his head have remained largely unchanged since the Reagan administration. Combine that with his complete lack of patience, violent temper, 
his penchant for interrupting people mid-sentence, his terrible hygiene and utter lack of interpersonal skills, it's little wonder that his only friends are the ones he's made in the 60s and 70s before he even moved to the US. Even my aunt, his younger sister, has opined multiple times over the years about how my dad was always catered to hand and foot growing up by my paternal grandparents, which even they grudgingly admitted prior to their passing wasn't the greatest idea in hindsight given the way my dad tuned out. So anyway, let's get to today's events, shall we? Earlier, I got a call from my dad asking if I had a spare HDMI cable. I told him I had several good ones to spare to give him and he could come by to grab it. He proceeded to go into excruciating detail of how he tried to get one to work because my cousin is coming from overseas for a month and my dad is getting the bedroom ready for him and the cable he was using suddenly failed. Needless to say, I didn't need to hear the entire story of it as I was in the midst of working on several very important things for my business and simply handing someone a cable was something that would take a few seconds at most, at least for normal people. My dad pulls up in front of my place around 15 minutes later and I meet him out front to hand him the cable. He immediately hands me the bad cable and demands on the spot that he come inside with me and have me test the bad cable. I try to explain to him I'm in the middle of several important matters and I would test it when I had some free time to actually do so, but no. My dad wanted to walk in with me to my place right that moment and watch me as I tested the cable. I'd already told him a few days prior I was going to be working this entire week on several very sensitive things, including on a court case involving having me examine sensitive computer evidence that, per judge's orders, I couldn't have other people inside whilst I work on it. My dad refused to accept what I was telling him or that I'd work on it later. He got upset and accused me of being hostile towards him, demanding I do this immediately for him and that he wanted to watch me do it. I again tried to explain that I was busy and that I would get to it when I actually had the time to do it. He then proceeded to grab the bad cable out of my hand, returned to his car, and asked what he had done to me for me to treat him this way. As he got into his car, he said he was going to be very reluctant to help me in the future. All this because he couldn't wait for me to drop everything I was in the midst of doing to test a cable for him right there and then. Update 3.50pm, and it also occurred to me a moment ago, he never even bothered to say thank you for the cable I gave him. Definitely somebody that seems at least that they were raised in a way where they got everything instantly without second thought. I think it's quite impressive that you managed to make it that far into adulthood and have such little concept of patience, especially with your own kids who are saying, listen, I'm right in the middle of something very important. Not being even able to wait in that moment is crazy. Our next story is, I think my mom is jealous of me. I in no means think I live an extraordinary life. However, with the childhood I got and with my abusive parents, I think I turned out pretty great. I, 20-year-old female, am a pre-med student at the best university in the country. I managed full-time school with a casual part-time job, volunteering on campus extracurriculars, and do research on campus. I'm a part of a lab. When you take a step back, most people at my school do more or less the same thing. As a result, I'm stressed, depressed, and barely managing balancing a social life because of the competitive environment, though I try my best. My mom, she was engaged at 19, I believe married at 20, had me at 21. Back home, she went to college for psychology. Honestly, I always thought that was pretty impressive, but she cut her studies short because she wanted to marry a man who would handle the money i.e. my dad, which I respect. 
They ended up migrating to the West. She ended up needing to work anyways and works a monotonous white-collar job now. I would like to add, my mom is gorgeous. People tell her that openly, men and women. At some point, she was built like a Victoria's Secret model. She cooks, I barely eat out, and she works full-time. My mom, in other words, is Superwoman. Though in the sense of being a mother, when it comes to encouragement and love, my mom has never really been one. She brings in money and she cooks and I always have had a roof over my head for which I am so very grateful. But she's a horrible person. To strangers, she's great, but to me? Honestly, my babysitter growing up was more of a mother figure. To sum up my childhood, she bullied me about my weight starting from age 6. Though I suspect it took an eating disorder to get to her size, she's bullied me about my appearance in general, putting significant stress on this far more than my academics. If I would get a gift, say a dress or a sweater from a friend or family and it's a size too big, instead of alteration, she would just take it. She'd buy me shirts just to take them away and say, never mind, they look better on me. I had an anorexic friend in middle school and she would constantly compare me to her saying, why can't you be pretty like her? Didn't want to tell people her daughter was in a manly field like engineering and backed me into the medical career path not caring about the fact that Canada has the hardest med school admissions in the world. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. How my current life with my mom. I go to the hardest, most academically rigid school in the country for pre-med. I range comfortably from low 80s to low 90s. This term, I got only 80s. She questioned me about my horrible grades. My mom couldn't even tell you the courses I was taking or the grading scale my university uses. I truly do not understand why she cares so much about the end result and not nearly as invested in the process. Now the part that bothers me the most that is affecting my mental health the most? My mom equates all the stuff I'm doing for medical school, as mentioned in the beginning, school, work, etc. to be my social time. I was able to also snag a highly coveted on-campus job, and my mom will roll her eyes when I inform her I won't be home immediately after class because I have crap that day. She's obsessive about me coming home immediately after my classes end. I have extracurriculars, lab meetings, work shifts, and so I'm on campus a lot. I don't even study on campus though. I've made my room a spectacular place for me to study, but my mom will roll her eyes if I need to meet the professor who runs my lab, or if I need to go in for work, makes comments about how I'm out too much. Then when I mentioned actual social plans, these happen once in a blue moon because no one here has the time, she will say, why? You've had enough socializing. I am 20 years old, I am projected to buy my own car soon, but she'll tell me I'm not allowed to go visit a cutesy little cafe with my friends after I'm done with class. I remember there was a huge themed pub night on campus once. She knew way in advance and honestly work was an excuse for me to go, to film some shots of the event. Everyone I knew was basically going. I got all dressed and everything and my mom looked me up and down and said, you know what, aren't you tired, don't go. And it wasn't out of, aw, you must be so tired, my amazing studious girl. It was literally, I do not want you to go. 
I mean, I went, obviously, but it wasn't until recently that I figured maybe she was just jealous. She got married way too young. Even my grandparents, her own parents, think she should have continued her education, regardless of her marriage or not. But I felt recently that she says these things out of spite and jealousy because of what she missed out on marrying my dad. It definitely seems like, kind of all throughout OP's life, there's been a lot of projection going on here. I just think at some point you have to move past it and kind of tune it out. If she's going to keep giving you grief for going out and trying to live your life, you gotta live your life and just kind of dodge around those comments or those judgments and maybe, hopefully, they'll get over it. They'll learn it doesn't affect you. Our next story is, father kicked me out and is now trying to act like it never happened and that I'm overeating. I, 13 year old female, was just sitting at my desk writing my little new year resolutions as you do. And all of a sudden, my father came into my room and asked if I wanted to stay with my mom full time because I didn't seem happy with him. I was indeed not happy there because I started seeing just how bad and pathetic of a person he is and that I wasn't talking to him at all. I told him that no, I'll just stay with the on and off, even though I did want to stay just with my mom, but alas, I am a people pleaser. He said, no, no, you can talk to me. So what did I say? I said that I would think about it because that's what you do when you want someone to leave you alone. He left my room and five minutes later, he came back into my room and said that he emailed my mom and that I should pack my things and my mom will pick me up tomorrow. I was thinking, what the heck is all of this? And said, no, I'll just wait until the end of time. And said, no, I'll just wait until the end of the time I was supposed to stay. But he was very adamant that I leave the next day. And I could almost see him say, I don't want to see your face right now. Which I don't understand because he did all of this on his own. But anyways, I started crying. And he kept on saying, why are you crying? This is what you wanted, but not in a comforting way, more in a this is all of your fault way. So I texted my brother, asked him to tell my mom. And while I was doing that, I could hear him on the phone with someone saying that I wanted to leave. And so he's letting me go, which really ticked me off. But what could I really do? I started packing and he came back into my room with my mom on the phone saying she wanted to talk to me. She was super confused, as she should be. I mean, her kid was on the phone crying her little eyes out, saying that she didn't want to leave, but she got an email saying that I wanted to go, and her cheater ex saying that she's overreacting. He just hung up on her and went outside and started a fight with my uncle. And when I say fight, I mean a full-on physical fight, saying that he needs to leave and he's a leech, which he low-key is. He comes storming back into the house and starts yelling at me, saying... Oh, I did everything for you. Everything you have is because of me, including all my trauma, which is like the bare minimum. Like, bro, I'm 13 and starts low key breaking down, saying that I did this. Like, sure, bro. I'm the reason you cheated on your wife of 10 years. I'm the reason you broke her hand after she said that she was leaving. I'm the reason no one dates you for more than one year because of your super red flags. Like, sure. Anyway, fast forward to today. He told my mom that she needed to bring me back by Monday or she'd regret it. And now he's trying to act all buddy-buddy with me on WhatsApp and sending me money, but I'm just ignoring it. So yeah, how's y'all's new year? I'm sure better than mine. Oh yeah, this is one of the texts he sent. Hello mama, how are you doing? I've been asking your mom to bring you back home, but she's refused so far. She didn't refuse, I did, but go on. What happened on December 31st was literally a misunderstanding that's been blown out of proportion. The reason I wanted you to go to your mom was for her to help you deal with whatever emotional issues you might be experiencing. Totally a misunderstanding. I was hoping once you have confided in her, you can now return. 
but your mom has blown this out of proportion. Yeah, right, this is all my mom's fault. She literally went to the police yesterday to have me arrested, but no worries, they said I didn't do anything. I kind of wanted him to get arrested so he can see that there are consequences to his actions. You are due to start the new activities we talked about, and also you need to be home. Like, the audacity. I'm left wondering, is that text exchange OP included in actually word-for-word verbatim? If it is, it sounds like it was written by, like, ChatGPT or something. Our next story is, Dad wants 50% of the money I make. Hi, I'm currently really upset because my dad just told me he wants 50% of the money I make through selling my old stuff, like collections or clothes on Vinted. And I really don't want to, as the only reason I'm selling stuff is to get extra money for university savings or gifts for loved ones, and it's been hard to get a job because no one replies back. But anyways, I wouldn't mind sharing my money if I made a lot of it, but on average I make around 40 pounds a week, which half of it I put into my savings and then keep the rest of it, so if I give him half, I'll only have 10 British pounds left, which sucks. FYI, I'm 18, so I know legally I don't have to since it's my money in my account, but he's ticked me off with saying how I'm ungrateful and selfish and I don't know what to do. I've asked my mom. She said just give him the money and she'll pay me back from their joint account. So what's the point? I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't know if I'm actually being a jerk by not giving it to him or not. My friends and mom say I'm not, but I feel bad since my parents have always supported me financially, but at the same time... Isn't that the bare minimum? I mean, if you're doing this effort reselling your stuff that is yours, you don't owe that to anybody else. Even if it was a bunch of stuff that originally was paid for by him and gifted to you, you still wouldn't owe any of that money to them. I don't understand. Our next story is no nuts. So I work for a school and we have a blanket rule of no nuts. Some children have life-threatening allergies to them, so it's easiest just to say no one can have them in our class. One young girl, Amy, is reasonably new and bought a peanut butter sandwich for lunch. I explained she can't have that as we have a no-nut policy. I offered to make her another sandwich with something else. She said no. When her mom came to pick her up, I explained that we have a no-nut policy as some children have life-threatening allergies to them. Her response? Well, there needs to be a workaround because Amy won't eat something else in her sandwich. I again explained it's because of life threatening allergies that can affect other children. I also explained that I did not make this rule, my boss did, and to make an appointment with her as there is nothing I can do to change this rule. She continued to argue that her daughter couldn't possibly have anything else. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Obviously, there should be other options for them to eat besides peanut butter, but I feel like I should be able to send my kid to school with a peanut butter sandwich and they should still be able to eat it. Unless the school, when like signing up or getting to the school, told everybody very blatantly, listen, no peanut butter anywhere on campus. It just seems ridiculous to me that a kid can't bring a PB&J for lunch because other kids might be allergic to peanut butter. I mean, it is possible that the kid has some kind of disorder in which they literally will refuse to eat anything but PB&Js. Like, I just get allergies can be deadly, but I don't understand the logic behind just outright banning it for everybody. I mean, if that's the case, what's stopping them from expanding it to countless other things that people have very serious, deadly allergies to? Our next story is, mom expects me, her daughter, to buy her Xmas gifts since I was 11 and says Xmas isn't about presents. I know this just sounds like I'm a spoiled kid. You need to get the full story to understand. 
Since my parents divorced, I would nearly never get something from my mom and only sometimes things from a thrift store on my birthday, Christmas, and Sinterklaas. I'm Dutch. My mom is very religious and thinks all kinds of weird stuff, but that's not the problem here. I knew she was well off for a time because she bought herself a Harley Davidson. It was nearly 5,000 euros. She would also buy two packs of cigarettes a week and drink cheap wine at least two times a week. The only thing I got that year for my birthday was a backpack for 8 euros. I got more presents from my dad and my grandparents. The price really didn't matter to me, only that she just couldn't care less if I was happy or not. Now here comes the part from the title. Since I was 11, my mom got me little to nothing for Christmas. In my country, we celebrate Sinterklaas and every kid knows Santa is fake and our parents buy the gifts. She also says that Christmas isn't about the gifts and that I should read a Bible. I do agree that Christmas is not only about presents, but a kid should get some presents. But when I would bring it up, she would always say, did you get me a present? Well, she would taunt me the whole year on how I wouldn't get a present. I couldn't even bother to give her something. I would sometimes just ask for some candy and she would just give me nothing. Sometimes she wouldn't set up the Christmas tree because she doesn't want to do all that work if it needs to be away in a few weeks. I don't know how I should feel. Is it bad that I want, wanted, presents for Christmas? Is it bad my mom wants presents while saying I won't get any? I mean, in general, if you're going to celebrate Christmas, I think your kids deserve some gifts. Her behavior is definitely ridiculous. Her flaunting to OP that they're not going to get any presents. And then turning around and saying, by the way, make sure you give me presents. I mean, what kind of parent is that? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.